Are we ready to go? Mm-mm. Okay, change my mind. Nice. Wonderful. All right. Just remembered, I have a scram bracelet on, and if I drink, it goes to my parole officer. Let's go. Oh, shit. Drug test. (laughs) Can I smell your feet? Yeah. (laughs) All right. That's a great intro. Here we go. Hey, everybody. Do you like Disney? Do you like movies? Do you like friends who watch these movies? Disney Channel. Tipsy Battle. Disney Channel. Hey everybody, welcome to the Disney Channel Tipsy Panel, the podcast where we watch and review all the DCOMs from A to Xenon. My name is Brandon Lamuto. I am your host and I have so many friends here. As always, we have our sound engineer, Mr. Ryan Matt. Hi. We have our mixologist, Mr. James Latiri. Take that ball to the hoop. hoop. <laughs> I like that. And, and we have a guest. We have a guest today. Uh, she is a friend of the show. She is a soon-to-be clinical psychologist. She is also my neighbor. I could practically see her apartment from my apartment. I can see Russia from my house. <laughs> it's not Sarah Palin, thank no. God. Please welcome Ooh. Lindsay Arader. What's up, guys? How Thanks you doing? Hey. Hi. Thanks for coming. <laughs> We're glad to have you here. Thanks for joining us in the Tipsy Panel studio in studio. scenic Astoria. Oh, it's an honor. So, uh, Disney Channel original movies. What's your history with them? Do you like them? Do you hate them? Do you ever see them? Love them, absolutely. Oh yeah, absolutely. If you had to take a guess, how many have you seen? Um, I know I just said I love them, and I've <laughs> <laughs> probably seen you know I don't know five to ten. Did you know that there are a hundred and seven of them? No. Yeah, there's a hundred and seven. Ugh. And our goal is to watch all of them. Oh god. Kill me now. Doing God's work. <laughs> no, we need you, Ryan. You're our sound editor. Kill I can't me now. do what you do. Kill me now. So yes, you, have you to can. Rebrand after the hundred seven or what? I don't know. Uh we'll we'll have to do something. There's so many other Disney like movies that aren't Disney Channel, but are like Wonderful World of Disney. So they're not yeah. like, you know, Little Mermaid or Lion King or anything, but you know, I'm talking about like I'm talking about paycheck. I'm talking mm-hmm. about um no not paycheck, sorry, blank check. <laughs> paycheck is that Ben Affleck movie about going into the future. Let's face it, guys, we're not gonna make it through hundred and seven. And if we do, I will be long dead. Oh, that's <laughs> bullshit. We're gonna get there and well, it's gonna be great. This is episode twenty seven, so I'm ready to join the, the twenty seven club. club. Oh my god. Yeah, guys, this is the twenty seven club episode. I also happen to be 27 years old so everything might just you know go straight to shit after we're done recording i'm 27 years old the planet is dying my name is ryan (laughs) thanks ryan uh to today's episode the one that we're reviewing today the movie we watched for today is double teamed double teamed came out in 2002 it is a basketball movie oh is that the one with the two girls and then there's uh the scene where Oh, wait, no, that's a different double teamed. <laughs> oh, which one were you thinking of? Oh, Never mind. Yeah, sorry. No, not the one you found on the internet. No, we're talking about the one on the Disney Channel. <laughs> I found this one on the internet, too. <laughs> <laughs> double teamed is a, the true story, based on the true story of Heather and Heidi Burge, two uh, very tall twins uh, who went on to play in the WNBA. This is the story of their high school experience of going to a new high school and learning to play basketball and being really good at it. Uh, but before we get into that, we are called the Tipsy Panel for a reason. Why? I don't know. Oh, it's because we drink alcohol. That's why. Yep. Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah, James is our mixologist. He prepares a different drink every week. They're always fantastic. This is no exception. James, tell us about the drink. This drink, uh, this is a California 
Collins because hmm. everyone in this movie, if you didn't know, they go to Palos Verde High School. It's only on, I don't know, 7,000 shirts. <laughs> uh, so it's basically a Tom Collins with a little bit of apple in it. Uh, so it's one part gin, one part of unfiltered apple juice. Uh, half a part of lemon juice, if it's ounces or whatever, just half of whatever you did. Uh, crushed ice, and you top it with club soda. Uh, it's like a refreshing little extra, extra little twist on a Tom Collins. It it's tastes delicious. delicious. Glad you like it. I took a sip, and it gave me a headache. There you go. <laughs> I'm very sick That's now. what it's designed to do. Ryan, you're hungover. You're already hungover from that one sip. Well, I will be never hungover again. Hey, I know that album. Hi, Barry. Any Joyce Matter fans out there, hit us up. Uh, if you want to make this drink, you can. We will be posting the recipe to our Instagram at Disney Channel Tipsy Panel. Uh, you can make it. You can drink it. You can enjoy it as you watch this movie with your friends. And uh, tell us about the experience. We'd love to hear about it <clears throat> on Instagram. Please decom responsibly. Yes, please decom responsibly. Uh, you could also email us, Disney Channel Tipsy Panel at gmail.com. I love getting emails They're about so this. so fun. You could also email us, Disney Channel Tipsy Panel at gmail.com. Ryan, you're drunk. A brain damage. We're just going to move on. Let's get right into the movie, shall we? Mm. Uh, so we already gave the synopsis of the movie. It's basketball and twins. And so this movie starts uh, in California, but in some other part of California, uh, they play volleyball. Uh, they play volleyball at some smaller school that doesn't really care about sports. And then who shows up but the dad from Luck of the Irish? <laughs> what? Did you guys catch that one? Yeah. No. The guy who said, I'm from Cleveland, son. <laughs> yeah. Uh, he said that in this movie too. <laughs> yeah, it's his one catchphrase. He said it's a, from Cleveland. He said it's a Heidi and Heather. He said, "I'm from Cleveland, son." <laughs> and they said, "Who are you? Why I'm are you from talking? Cleveland, son? There's scouts here. I'm from Cleveland." <laughs> so I immediately had a problem with this movie. Uh-huh. Um, that these, quick? Yeah. Well, yeah. Immediately, these girls are supposed to be adolescents, mm. and these women, and I say women because they're women. They were. I, I looked at um, what's her name. Uh, Poppy, uh, Poppy Monroe, tw- twenty years old when, or the other one was twenty years old when this was made. I mean, this is nothing new. It was so distracting, yeah. though. All the other kids were kids; they were children, and and yeah. these, you know, it was adult women here. So yeah, but that that's just kind of what they do. Um, the guy that was in, oh, was it Hannah Montana? Hannah Montana's brother. He was like in his late twenties the entire time and playing a high school student. Um, what's her name? Uh, Monique Coleman, who was in High School Musical. I believe she was 29 at the time of filming that movie. Oh, that, that's just, it's just what they do. They find people that look young and they put them in as teenagers. Uh, they didn't look young though. No, they, you're right. They didn't. It was distracting. You know, I actually forgot that I had seen this movie. And then as I was watching it, I remembered, oh, right. This is why I like tall women. This movie. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. They, so I, w- I have another little umbrage with this. Uh, I called it out, or not called it out. What am mm-hmm. I talking about? Uh, so the actual Burge sisters, twins, are six foot five or something. Whoa. Wow. I mm-hmm. looked up the heights of both of these actresses, five nine. Yes. Really? Yeah. Not that crazy. Get taller huh. people. Well, they did put them in like elevated shoes. They you did, know? and like they it, filmed them from below yes, a every lot. every angle yeah. was from below. Yeah. I, I love how many scenarios they engineered to just reveal how tall they are. Like <laughs> like when that girl's always putting up the poster on the ladder, and then she <laughs> steps down and like looks up. Uh, like, oh. <laughs> and then there's the one with the coach where, you know, they're both picking up the volleyballs and then she stands up and the coach does the exact same <laughs> thing. <laughs> yeah, And then he looks to God. And yeah. goes, Thank you. Yeah. Good camera work. Very explicit mention of God, might I add. Yeah, you don't get that a lot. 
Praise God. <laughs> they said, um, Heather said she was just south of six feet, right? Did I hear she that did correctly? Say that. Yeah. yeah. I, and, and then at one point, I think they say that she's six foot one. Yep. At the, um, at the last game. Yeah. Yeah. Get it fucking straight. I, I mean, mean, they could have grown. They're no. supposed to be 15. Not that fast. Wait. I don't know. They're supposed to be 15. They're high school freshmen. Dude, that's what I'm saying. That's my problem. It's like both no. of these women are clearly like adults. No, you know, they can, they can drink and drive. Not mm-hmm. together. Not together. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think they their reactions were when they found out they were, you know, playing 15-year-old girls? Like, did they audition knowing that the girls were 15? Or did it just say like, as high school students on the, you know, the audition sheet? I think their reaction was, eh. Yeah, yeah. It's I a mean, living. I imagine yeah, they're our age, desperate for a job. Yeah, that's true. I have been desperate <laughs> for jobs many times, so I, I guess I get that. I'm currently desperate for a job. Please <laughs> hire me to whoever I send this to. Would Please. you play a 15 year old? Oh, good question. Probably not. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we know where Ryan's line is. If you have any acting jobs for Ryan to play a 16 year old, send all inquiries to <laughs> Disney Channel Tipsy Panel at gmail.com. I'm six feet ten. <laughs> My name is Ryan. Um, <laughs> one thing that confused me about this movie is how quickly the volleyball just disappeared. Mm. No more volleyball after minute five. They seem to really like volleyball too. Are volleyball and basketball the same season? No. no. So um, no. It, it, they they oh. do mention. I mean, I don't know in reality, but they do mention that. The volleyball season starts in the spring, so that's why the coach is like, "Oh, well, in the meantime, why don't you just try out for the basketball team?" Mm-hmm. So I guess I guess it works that way. But uh, yeah, I don't know. They're the same sport. They are actually. They yeah. both use balls. So there's two types of sports, everyone. There are ball <laughs> sports and there are stick sports. That's it. Uh, Lindsay, name a sport. Squash. Yeah, that's a uh, that's a ball sport because there's a ball in it. It's also a stick sport. No, no, no. It could only racket. be one. Okay. Here, name another sport. Go ahead, Ryan. Um. Hurling. Hurling? Okay, trick question. That's actually a field sport because they play on a field. You just said there's only two types of sports. Yeah, but the exception is hurling. You can't keep moving the goalposts. I am not. Hey, you only move goalposts in stick sports. No, no, but uh, football has goalposts. No, no, no. Football is a stick sport, oddly enough, because... (laughs) (laughs) How about luge? Ice skating? Luge? Oh, uh, that's actually an ice sport. Mm. Odd, ah, odd exception. Yeah. Skateboard. There are two types. Of, there are two types of sports. There are ball sports and stick sports. Unless you're talking about field sports or stick sports or or team sports or ice sports or sky sports, which what's, is Quidditch. What's hockey? Hockey. Uh, hockey. Stick sport. No. Ho- stick sport? No. 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 Hockey's a fight sport because they fight. Uh, mm. And boxing is a stick sport. No, actually, <laughs> boxing is a glove sport. Oh yeah. <laughs> so there's two types of sports. Uh, anyway, I'm, I'm done here. <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye. This has been Brandon Sports Hour. Uh, tune in next time. I'll tell you about the other two James, types of sports. James, let's talk about baseball. No baseball. Oh. I'm moving on. Christian I'm, sav- I'm saving you both from yourselves because you'll never stop. That's not an evergreen statement. <laughs> oh, sorry. Christian Yelich has been injured. <clears throat> before. He's been injured before. <laughs> at, at some point in the future or the past. So the plot of this movie really happens when the dad decides that he is going to transfer the girls to another school to better their chances at getting a scholarship by the recommendation of Luck of the Irish Cleveland dad. Such a weird interaction. Like that oh, yeah. that interaction just changed the course of his life. Uh-huh. Yeah. So this whole movie is the fault of Mr. Cleveland. And that is to suggest that the guy was like basketball and the dad was like basket 
Paul? <laughs> the gears. Huh. You see the gears turning in yeah, his head. As if everyone, everyone in this movie is like, you're tall. And Ryan, I'm sure you can attest to this. Everyone is like, if you're above six feet, everyone's like, you play basketball? You come over to my house? You play basketball? Hey, Ryan, how's the weather up I, there? Yeah. It so, fucking sucks. The, <laughs> like... Is that can't be the only person in the world? And they play volleyball. Pe- like people who play volleyball are tall too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. No. So I get that question pretty often. Did you play basketball? And uh, yeah. No, I can attest to that. So here's a, well, here's a fun variation on that. Do you experience global warming faster than the rest of us because you're closer to the ozone layer? So time is actually a little slower for me. Oh. Because yeah. I'm further away from the Earth. Oh. Yeah. That's pretty interesting. All right, all right, all right. <laughs> time's, time's a flat circle. Time's a flat circle. Mm-hmm. And right? this dad forces the students, uh, the, his daughters, to go to a different school uh, to play <laughs> other sports and get scholarships. Um, yep. They get there, and uh, Heidi wants to try out for the drama club, which she does, and she seems to make it, uh, but not without the movie making a, a very unwoke comment about a boy wearing slippers, ruby slippers. That was weird. Yeah. Mm-hmm. A whole scene dedicated to just boys wearing girls' shoes. Mm-hmm. And he was like, Transfixed on those things. Yeah, he was. He, he really, was liked really just them. like, mm, yeah. That's transphobic. I, I think so. Yeah. It was also a very trippy scene in general. Mm-hmm. He's yeah. like, he's just like wearing a a, ca- a card on his neck that says Dorothy to show <laughs> that he's Dorothy. Yeah. How about we but, do a but dramatic actual reading. ruby slippers, <laughs> like yeah. real high heeled ones that he's just loving. There was no reason for him to wear those during just like an audition. Mm-hmm. No, the sign that's, he didn't even need a sign that said Dorothy. They just said, she, you play Dorothy. She was in nothing. She mm. was in, not nothing, but she wasn't in. <laughs> nothing She wasn't at all. in like a Tin Man thing. Yeah. That's who she wanted or was supposed to play because she was the only one that fit in the costume. Oh, right. Yeah, so that whole scene is really just to, to call out, um, you know, genderqueer boys in theater, if you think about it. And to yet again reiterate, if you weren't already aware, she's pretty tall. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Not a good look, Dwayne Dunham, director of this movie, <laughs> who is actually a, a you know he he's he's had some great a great tenure with Disney Channel. He did Halloween Town, he did Thirteenth Year, the mermaid movie. He did Ready to Run about a talking horse. He did Whoa. this. He did Right on Track, which is that uh, drag racing girls movie, Brie Larson. Uh, Tiger Cruise, the 9-11 movie. Yeah. And one of my personal favorites, now you see it about magic and Frank Langella. Ooh. It's pretty good. Yeah, no, he he's got a he's got quite a rap sheet. Guys, my name Dwayne Dunham. <laughs> Your name is Dwayne Dunham. Every time you name more like any one of these movies, I feel like it's like a Sisyphean <laughs> thing you're trying to fill like there's always more. I well we haven't heard you name them all and even if you name 107, there's still going to be a 3,000 more that you can name. Every yep. day we stray further from God's life. Yeah, every day yeah. We, stay, we stray closer to Gary Marsh's warm embrace. <laughs> One thing I really liked about this be- the beginning of this movie is that the twins ride a tandem bike. Oh yeah. my gosh. Like why, as if, you know, the fact that they wear the same clothes and say the same lines at the same time wasn't enough, they ride a tandem mm-hmm. bike. Guys, they're twins. <laughs> Did you know? I what? also, I have to confess to you guys that I'm a twin. Are you really? Really? Yeah, so I had some special interest in, you know, the themes of where... Right? I didn't Whoa. realize you were a twin. Are you an identical or fraternal twin? Fraternal. So okay. I really can't relate to uh, Heidi and Brother Heidi or sister? My sister. Wow. Yeah. So, so you, you may get this all the time. Do, do you feel that you actually have some, like, 
other level connection where like you know exactly what they're thinking just from like you two being born at the same time no i wish i could say yes i'm gonna edit that out and just cut it to where you said yes so let's just take it from there wow that's awesome i think you need to be an identical twin for that Mm, true sorry no you're right we don't have the exact same dna who's older uh i'm the younger one oh Sorry to hear that. Sorry. No, I mean, hey, what's wrong with that? (laughs) Uh, Being old is cool. Being old is cool. Speaking of tandem bikes, did you guys know that I own a tandem bike? I've Mm -hmm. ridden your tandem bike. Yeah, that's right. (laughs) Wink. Nudge. (laughs) You rid my tandem bike. Ooh. (laughs) What else happened in this movie? Uh, I I guess we go straight to where they're in the new school. Yeah. Um, Tall girls meet Nikki, the basketball player. She sucks. She's like, stay off my turf. She's very territorial. My team. Yeah, my team, my, mine, mine. Um, her, her voice seems 80-yard the whole time. Oh, my God, it is. Mm-hmm. It's terrible. It's really bad. You could tell the entire time that, like, they had to redo every single one of her lines. Yeah. It's, okay. it's a shame. She's probably talking like this. She's probably talking like this. Probably talking like this. <laughs> yeah, I, don't, I, I don't know how that happened. She plays the same Mumbles. character in Gilmore Girls. Oh, does she? Yeah. She's in Gilmore Girls. Oh, okay. She's just like, she's a mean girl. She's great at it. I guess does so. Does she have the same voice? Yeah. She sounds like a like a thirty year old smoker. Yeah, <laughs> Jesus. Shame that she was typecast in all like four things that she acted mm-hmm, in. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, she's the worst. Uh, what do you guys think of the coach? Uh, uh, mixed feelings. Mixed feelings. <laughs> I, mean, I kind of yeah. liked him. He was a man of faith. Oh, obviously. that is true. So yeah. strike one. Okay, fair. Um, I've, I've, uh, I mean. I can't really say it speaks to his coaching ability because I have no idea what it takes to be a coach. Strike mm. two. Okay. Well, strike two because I don't know what it means to be a coach? Yes. Okay, fair enough. What's strike three? He likes basketball. basketball. <laughs> what about that? He has something to talk about. Strike yeah. three. You're out of here, basketball coach. I but did. he was the principal in High School Musical. That's kind of cool. Oh, he was? Yeah. Really? Well, mm-hmm. I have a question about him. Yes. I, I couldn't tell if he was being obtuse about his decisions in terms of forcing girls that clearly weren't getting along to confront each other like very heavily during practice or if he was doing that purposefully to you know, let them play out their dynamics through sport. Uh, I would, I mean, this, whoever made this movie would say the second one, but yeah. I doubt they really thought it through no, that Dwayne. much. They're, yeah, okay. Duane. <laughs> um, there is a writer. I forgot to write down who it is. Heidi, um, Heather, Nikki, <laughs> Nikki, Heather, Heidi. Yeah, who knows if writer Douglas Penn and John Weirich <laughs> thought of those things. John so, Weirich. I, but I think it's just more like you're on a team, you have to play together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To get used to it. Mm-hmm. I just was so confused with... This team is presented as like a ragtag group of girls, mm. but these they went there so that there's a better sports program and that they get noticed. Mm-hmm. And they also have a guy who plays basketball who's presented as like, ooh, he's a star. He's a hot. He's getting he's recruited a, he's to a, Yale he's or a total Princeton hunk. or whatever. Yeah, he's a real mm. a hunk of junk. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but but like, are we just are? Am I to understand that they have a great volleyball team? But a, just a garbage basketball team. Well, I, I guess in response to that, the WNBA wouldn't, wouldn't be a thing for another twelve years. So I don't yeah. think that was really, uh, you know, a focus. They weren't going to put much to it. Um, yeah. So th- I guess it kind of makes sense. I mean, there could be a good volleyball team there, whatever. But um, you know, they're in prime position to just dominate the basketball court because nobody is good. I guess that makes sense. I, I don't know. I just kept thinking like. There, there's clearly like a system built around girls basketball. Like they go to a tournament in New York. There's a state oh, yeah. tournament, 
and then there's like scouts. Like scouts show up, mm-hmm. but to freshman still, basketball players. Yeah, yeah. There's announcers. There's like a lot of, and the team, the school is really behind it. Like they watch a scrimmage, basically. Yeah. yeah. So, so I was so just, much school spirit for that. Yeah, mm-hmm. I was just kind of confused of like why are they just here to save this team of a school that's supposed to have good sports. That is a good point. There's a huge inconsistency between what they say the school is and then what the team actually is. Also, the coach, I consider him one of the dads in this movie. Okay, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, do, do you want to talk about the DCOM dad hour? Should we talk about the should dads Should we launch in this right movie? into it? Yeah. Why not? Um, I, I guess we should start with the first dad, who is Heather and Heidi Burge's dad, Mr. Burge. Uh, what's his name? Larry Burge. <laughs> Larry, Larry Burge. Burge. My name, Larry Burge. And his wife's name is like... Mary, right? Larry and Mary. Yeah, Larry, Mary, yeah. Mary. I mean, those are probably the real names. I don't know. Like, mm. why would they make that up when these two <laughs> real people had real parents? <laughs> that would be really funny. Wait, imagine they're writing <laughs> it. So All right, funny. guys, did you look up the real names? No, nah, we don't need them. Uh, Larry and ha- Mary. <laughs> so, Larry Burge, I'm going to give him a thumbs down. I mean, I think that's the obvious answer there mm. because, yeah. you know, he's like, oh, I only have my girl's best interest in mind, but. Clearly, it's some sort of selfish, fucked up thing where mm, he just yeah. wants them to, you know, do whatever. And he's <laughs> like constantly favoring one over the other in, like, yeah. terms of just sheer ability and how well they played the game. It's never, only in, at the very end is it like, I'm so proud of both of you. Every yeah. other scene was like, you, you did great. Heather, yeah. most of the time. Yeah. Well, he says to drama liker he says your future is in sports not some school play yeah Mm. totally like shattering her dreams that was bullshit your dad larry classic trope yeah so so he gets a thumbs down from me i don't know about all the rest of you well i mean i've always given them a letter grade but yeah no i give them a i give them a hard f f minus 100 percent he was all about you know asking for forgiveness at the end instead of permission you know with certain things and it was just it was no good yeah, sweater coach is good though. I know sweater I, coach mm-hmm. is good. I know yeah. I said he was a shitty yeah, coach, yeah, yeah. which he is, but he's a good man and a nice dad. I give him a B. Nothing bad. I mean, he didn't stand out. If he stood out, he'd he'd get a higher grade. But you know, he 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 coached the team to a victory. Um, but you know what? He really should have told Heather. You have a broken ankle. Stay the fuck off this court. Yep. So true. Can yeah. we talk about that? Scene? We'll get to that for, oh for the final. You know, I don't want to jump straight to the end of the movie. But uh, yeah, spoilies. I, I, om- I watched that part of my phone. I almost threw my phone. <laughs> One more dad. One okay. more dad. Two, I argue two more dads, but let's okay. see. Okay. Uh, Nikki's dad. Uh, Nikki's yeah. dad is a pansy ass bitch. And any of the teen girls in this movie could body him. Mm. No, no question. Mm. He's always on some business trip in Chicago, yeah. oh. meaning he has a mistress. He has a second family. Show up, yeah. Dude. Yeah. Yeah. So n- no further comments there. Yeah. Who's yeah. the other dad? Bad His dad. half Windsor wasn't great. So he, <laughs> yeah. doesn't, he doesn't get <laughs> a ass. good grade. Yeah. I would argue the fourth dad in this movie, uh-huh. Nikki's driver. Oh, oh yes. where he's hey, like, he's the only dad who gets he a good loves. Grade. Yeah. He's, he's the best dad in this movie yeah. where he's like, score 50. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely an A for him. Yeah. The driver's great. We like him oh. here. Mm. And speaking of the score, the first actual game that they played. I totaled uh, Heather and Heidi's points. It, mm-hmm. This is rough. Yeah. But um, I'm so glad you did that. Well, actually, no, it was a scrimmage. I'm sorry. Um, they played against each other. And right. I, had, I had Heather at approximately 20, and I had Heidi at approximately 18. Mm. 
Damn. Ooh. Sound right? Yeah, sure. Yeah. I mean, I I mean, I don't remember what the score of the game was, but that sounds about right. Who's Playing close? against other people who aren't really doing much at all. Yeah, they're going to, you know, dominate the court. But uh, but you're the yeah. numbers guy. I'm the numbers guy. <laughs> yes, and those are numbers. Thanks for tuning in everybody. That that count that you have speaks to sort of a general theme of this movie in that they showed was that 9 and 10 they showed 19 baskets in mm-hmm. one scene yeah in order for them to score those points mm-hmm. and they did that every time they played basketball yeah, yeah. they saw they showed dozens of baskets yep. every time they showed when there was a pep rally they showed multiple close ups of the cloud clapping like mm-hmm. crowd clapping like there was Full like minute scenes of just nothing going on in this movie. Wait, I'm gonna go back. Did you say cloud crapping? Cloud crapping. <laughs> yep. I didn't get a chance to laugh about it because yep. you were talking, but now <laughs> I can laugh. <laughs> stop! Stop it! Stop, stop it! Yeah, hey, you ever you ever seen a cloud crap before? Yeah, <laughs> crap on me it. earlier. Call it snow. Um. Yeah, that was it. Was a lot to get through. Yeah. Which is why I'm glad I watched this movie and all the rest of the movies for free, online, illegally, <laughs> at, at one and a half speed. Can I, can, can I make a confession? I've been buying the movies. Oh. I've been watching them. Yeah, I'm buying I've been, them I've been now. watching them. <laughs> yep, we, we yeah. own them on do our Disney Channel and Disney Panel account. Like movies. They're do like $6 each. I could rent them for $4 movies. or I could just oh, buy you've been them for 6 Buying them, buying yeah, them. Yeah, I told you I'm buying them. Wow, just to have like a... Well, it's because what you know. If I if I forget to take screenshots of all the funny things for mm. the Instagram, then I have to rent it again or use some shitty you know like online True. torrent whatever. Or I could just buy it and not have to worry about forgetting. So it's I've true. been doing it. Have a record of your shame. No, exactly. You it have is receipts a, for your shame. I do. Yeah, but you know what? After this podcast is done, I'll have spent like six hundred dollars on these movies, and I don't think I'll regret it. <laughs> Bob, Bob Iger needs Clearly your money. Clearly, you're keeping them so you can go back and watch them. Honestly, I yeah. support that. I, yeah. I, I, one, one day I'll start a family and I'll tell my kids, hey, I did a podcast about a lot of these movies. They're all pretty bad. And you have to watch them all or you're grounded. <laughs> you'll, have, you'll have a power hour of all the basketball scenes. Mm-hmm. Every minute is a new basketball scene and you make your kids <laughs> drink. <laughs> hey, I got a question. Uh, it's about that, um, that school assembly where they're uh, announcing all the people who made the cut for the team. Oh, yeah. First of all, is that a thing where you like publicly announce who made it and Mm-mm. everyone knows who didn't? There was so no. much spirit for that freaking basketball yeah. team at that school. I mean, like, good for the school, but like, I don't think that's real at, at no, any place. Definitely not. Um, but also, secondly, did anyone else catch that Heather walks onto the stage and she, she she's just laughing like crazy? It looks like she's like on Molly. <laughs> yeah. And that's one of the moments when they just keep showing it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's just mm-hmm. applause and her smiling like, <laughs> so it's a weird juxtaposition of two different things going on. So Nikki is late and they go, where were you? And she's like, oh, I was just taking care of something. And we later find out that that was Nikki ratting out to the pr- uh, to the principal that they don't live in the school district and they have to leave. She was doing blackmail. She was. Um, well, it wasn't really blackmail. It, you know, she didn't want anything from them. It was she actually just, mail, though. Yes, yeah. it was mail. It was. She did regular mail. Um, but then that's juxtaposed with Heather walking onto stage, you know, looking like she's on drugs. So I'm thinking to myself, did she just drug this girl? Oh my goodness. <laughs> did she spike the Kool-Aid or something? Like, what was that? Well, there were those glass bottles of seltzer at the party oh that my they God. all went to. Like a hundred Perrier. Yeah. Those parties were all wild. Yeah. 
Like they they had to put those together in some beautiful ass places. And uh, good for the locations people. They did good on this movie. Yeah. Can I give a couple points to the dad? There was this one part where I thought that he was a decent human being. Let's hear it. It was when he had the conversation with the principal. Oh, sure. Yeah. Right. And and he fought for them to get more time because he was like, my girls are happy. Like, let them stay this way. They're doing well. So, you know, that is, you know, at heart a good thing. But we should also consider the fact that he took them from the school they were happy at against their will and then said, no, you're going to penalize them if they leave. It's not penalizing. Dude, first of all, you broke the law, Dad. Yes. Yep. You, th- mm-hmm. so a, a woman just got arrested for that. Mm-hmm. Like, that was a thing, and it was really a race thing. But it was a thing. She got arrested because she broke the law and sent her kids to the wrong school district. Um, but the kids were happy at the original school. Yeah. And then Heidi even has that line, like, we'll still be friends, she says to the girl who never shows up again. <laughs> Literally never again. If you ever have to say to someone, we'll still be friends... You will not still be mm-hmm. friends. We'll still be friends after this. Right? <laughs> <laughs> You're so mean. So, so that after the talk with the principal and they drive into their new house, which is an apartment oh, that they had to get at la- last, like, uh, like I- late notice, whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, when they're driving in, it was my absolute favorite line. Mm-hmm. I hope you know what it is. Yep. They're the it's called Sandy Shore, and that H is missing. So it says Sandy Sore, and I think it's Heather goes, we're living in an infected wound. I was like, wow, that is a vivid line, Disney. (laughs) Great line, though. I liked it a lot. My name is Sandy Sore. Sandy (laughs) Sore. That's a good one. Um, But yeah, they move in. It's a shitty apartment, but there's a basketball hoop, so I guess it's fine. Um, uh, and the hot boy lives there. Galen. Oh yeah, we Galen don't find Alderman. out. Yeah, we Galen? don't find out until later. Galen but... Alderman. Mm-hmm. Oh baby, that okay. that sounds like a Mormon name. And he was yeah. the one with the H. Yeah. Oh right. Yeah, he <laughs> stole the H. That was a fun reveal. Yeah. That that's that's one one of two like foreshadow like you know references to something before in this movie. The other one being that weird foot dance that they do. Oh, I hate oh. that. Yeah, it was kind of weird. Um. But yeah, um, so they're playing basketball, um, and they. Does anything happen between now and when they go to the finals? Um, the mom tells the dad he's got to sh- get his shit together. Well, they go to a tournament in New York. In New York, yeah. So oh. I know, I know that we don't have a decom mom moment, but let's take a decom mom moment because this is one of the best decom moms that we've seen. Really she great. Gave some good pep talks. Yeah, hands down. And she fights for her kids, too. She fights her husband, which you don't see very often in these movies. Except yeah. for, um, what movie was Peter in? Johnny Tsunami. Yeah, Johnny Tsunami, Johnny that Tsunami. happens. That was a good mom. Absolutely. Was good mom. This was good mom, though. Mary Burge, good mom. Mm-hmm. But she understood the pressure. She was like a former champion swimmer. Yeah. Oh, my like, God. She understood what they were going through. Mm-hmm. So there was a, a great moment in that little mother-daughter talk where I guess it was, I think it was Heather. Yeah, because Heather broke her ankle, and that's the, when they're talking. The one with the H. Right. Oh, oh, thank <laughs> you. That helps. Um, but that's when Heather goes, well, Mom, if you were so good and you loved it so much, why, why did you stop? And the mom goes, well, because I found something I love even more, being a mother. And as soon as she Aww. said that, I was like, that's bullshit. Mm. Your husband knocked you up when you guys were in college. Mm. His condom broke, and he just didn't notice. Ew. Bullshit. No, you know that's what happened. Ew. She didn't quit because she wanted to be a mom. She quit because she had to. I also thought that line was bullshit, but I didn't necessarily go to that. 
Oh, nope, nope. That's exactly what happened. You, did you read the autobiography? Does I it, did, yeah. Does it mm-hmm. say it's that explicit? Yes, it's, uh, it's called, it's called uh, When It Snapped, uh, the Heather and Heidi Bird story. <laughs> Speaking of champion swimmer, you know who else's mom is a champion swimmer? Uh, Olympic medalist, might I add. Hmm? Michael Conforto of the New York Mets. Really? I swear, if you keep going into basketball, I'm going to tur- unplug all these mics and run out of the room. This is baseball. Unplug my mic. <laughs> I can't because you do all the editing. <laughs> oh, nope, Ryan's gone. Ryan unplugged his mic. Oh, hey, you're back. Hey, you unplugged you. it. Yeah. Um, what else do we have? Um, the team is called the Sea Kings. That's a Pokemon. That's a Pokemon. But that's yeah, also the actual name of Palos Verdes. When, they're, when they are... So there's a tournament in New York that they get second at, and it's like a somber thing, but they won second. I and know! This girl won MVP in her first year playing basketball. They were all very sad whenever they lost. Yeah. Like, crying. Yeah. That's a bad message. Yeah. But but that, again, contrasts with what you're expected or what's set up that they've had years of being terrible. Mm-hmm. And, they, and the coach is like, 15 years. That's my impression of him. <laughs> I've been at this for 15 years. When are you going to send me a good play of God? When did he start smoking? <laughs> uh, back in... Vietnam, <laughs> um, but so um, when they're they need to like pay part of their way, and the girls do odd jobs. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. right. and their odd jobs are uh, washing a ship, mm-hmm. and then they're like, "Oh, we need twenty more dollars," and Dad's not going to spot us. And one of them goes, "I got an idea," and then they go to like Bourbon Street, yeah. New Orleans, <laughs> yeah. and like tap dance. <laughs> And then all of a sudden they have they're in New York. Yep. <laughs> like what the where the fuck was that? Mm, no idea. Really they were giving supposed fifteen year old tap six foot plus <laughs> tap dancing fifteen year olds on. It was like a party street. It yeah. was like rainy street in Austin, and they're like, "Take the money!" And there's people playing steel drums. Yeah. I was like, "How did they even get involved in this? Have they have they done this before?" And when did the tap dancing come back? Is that where she got her little move from? Oh they're, yeah, the didn't dance think was of fully that. choreographed too. Like mm-hmm. they do, it was yeah. involved. It was involved. They should have focused more on that. I would have like I would have watched the whole movie of them like supposed to. They're supposed to be basketball stars, but they tap dance instead. I want to see them. Do the tap dancing and then get to New York and get discovered as tap dancers. Mm, go to yeah. like the Alvin Ailey studio <laughs> mm-hmm. and they get like, yeah, that's some deep tap dancing shit. Yeah. Can we also backtrack briefly and just talk about the amazing reverse psychology that the coach used to get them all on board to go to New York? Oh, mm-hmm. sure. <laughs> Where he's just like, oh, I guess I'll just rip that invitation up and throw it in the trash. And they're all like, wait, what? What invitation? <laughs> oh, we got invited to some tournament. You don't want to go. Hook, line, and sinker. It wasn't very nuanced, but it worked. Like, he knew exactly arm. what he was doing. It was amazing. Yeah. Oh, th- there's there's really no other place to fit this in, but I have to bring this up. Um, so there's one scene where uh, where the dad puts up a basketball hoop, and then he and Heidi just start playing basketball. Yeah. And I'm bringing it up because it had the greatest song I have heard in any of these movies. <laughs> oh, was yeah. it? It's so good. Was it dribble, dribble, shoot, shoot, take that ball to but, the hoop? No, hoop. but that that is a good song. But this one, in my opinion, trumps that song. Uh, just, just I, I'm gonna play it. If you saw the movie, I know you're gonna remember it. But, but here, here, here's the song. Yes. What a banger. Such a jam. Mm-hmm. Ryan, I'm gonna ask you who the song is by. No, you can't just jam it. 
No, I can't. Yeah, yeah you can't. You have to put it in your headphones. It sounds like like a I want to say like a, a Discovery Channel intro <laughs> to like a wildlife song where it's like um, not Steve Irwin but the other guy J- uh, Jared something I don't know his name Jared Corwin Jared Corwin ah, yes. Hi Jack Hanna Jeff Corwin or like Zabumafu <laughs> the, the Krat Brothers it just sounds like a um, like garage band track that's pretty yes yeah it does yeah, yeah. like a, a bunch of loops haphazardly put together <laughs> with slap bass number two exactly. Ryan what would you say if I told you that this song was included in the movie thanks to Mark Mothersbaugh wow okay Ooh. that that was actually gonna be my guess I know that doesn't yeah. mean much but yeah some some Devo yep. adjacent no not even adjacent yeah. it is called Here to Go by Devo wow yeah it's pretty wild nice I word. know. 1986 single charting at number 40 in Australia. That see, that's ridiculous because as we just said, that song was basically a, a loop pack. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It wasn't good. I'm sorry, Mark Mothersbaugh. You've done great know. work, including the Rugrats theme song, Crash Bandicoot yep. theme. Oh, thank you. That Mark song. Mothersbaugh. That song sucked. Oh, get the fuck out. Go 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 go. It was better at 1.5 speed. That song changed music for Go, 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 go. That song is my generation's Beethoven's ninth. <laughs> Crash Bandicoot. Crash Bandicoot theme song, everybody. It's people, great. People try to put us down. Talking about my generation. All right. What else happened in this movie? Um. Oh, my God. Uh, on Christmas, when they go home uh, and they're they're just making food and fucking it cuts to the shot of the dad like smushing that panini maker <laughs> with the worst fucking sandwich I've ever seen. Okay, hot take. That sandwich looked good. Oh, that is <laughs> a hot take. But I, you, I agree. Do you hear you. what was in it? Beans. beans. It was cheese. beans, bacon, and cheese. Um, Amazing. It's like a... Oh, <laughs> Shout out to things that are full of beans that shouldn't be. Like yeah. Reese's. I saw that picture and I almost <laughs> got sick to myself. Beans donut. Oh my God. I think about that all the time. Um, but yeah, okay. Uh, interesting that we're very divided in this room on the bacon bean grilled cheese sandwich. Also, the dad said, it's a secret recipe. My bacon bean <laughs> grilled cheese sandwich. I'm taking it with me to the grave. <laughs> and the mom's like, yeah, that's where it belongs. Honestly, yeah. Good sick burn, man. She wants her yeah, husband was dead. <laughs> okay, another great moment. Mm-hmm. Uh, when they all played basketball with Galen Alderman outside and he <laughs> mansplained to them how to play basketball. Oh my God, yeah. yeah. So but also, it, like... There, there should have been, you know, something where they were just like, yeah, we know how to play basketball. But, but they instead, were they're just excited that he was talking to them. And they would just want to be touched by should him. Should I stand Ugh. here? Stop it. No, no, you stand here. Al, should I stand? You mean here? <laughs> no, no, I mean here. Yeah, god damn it. My name Galen Alderman. <laughs> he had a totally, to yeah, totally pointless role in this movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he was the most minor character. Because then he was also in that scene with... Heather, when she, she yeah, had the traumatic experience. Spo- Breaks her spoiler ankle. alert. Yeah. yeah, but no, no, her ankle was definitely not broken. I know we're gonna talk about this, but mm-hmm. it certainly wasn't broken because mm-hmm. she wouldn't be able to walk on it. Okay, it sprained broken. or whatever. It's like a ruptured Achilles to me. She, she, <laughs> <laughs> she rolled her ankle. That's the basketball term. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. Uh, you know, speaking of this, uh, Ryan, I, I should mention now. There's a good time to bring it up. The the medical issue. That uh, Heidi Burge, real Heidi Burge, had as oh. a child. Ryan loves uh, 
obscure medical issues. So, Ryan, tell me what you think of this. As a five-month-old in 1972, Heidi was found to have a second aorta wrapped around and constricting huh? her windpipe, which needed to be removed through what open-heart surgery. That's horrible. Whoa! A second aorta? Yeah. Oh, my God. I've never heard of that wow. before. You know... People are so lucky just to get one aorta. Yeah. <laughs> I, I can't imagine having two. But why would you take it out? I mean, I know it's probably a life-threatening condition. Well, it was res- it was constricting her windpipe. So. Too fucking she bad. She had extra blood. Well, I don't think she had extra blood, just <sighs> extra, extra blood flow. Just extra arteries. She, yeah. she had this was the athlete or the actress? The athlete. Oh, the, wow. the real Heidi Burge. Wow. Can I say something? Mm-hmm. She had a big heart. <laughs> I don't know why I didn't expect that. <laughs> You're a piece of shit. I love you. <laughs> I'm, I'm crying. After Heather broke her ankle, this movie... James, get the fucking bean Reese's out of my face. <laughs> it's really bad. It is. You should all look it up on Google. Can Avengers. I say something? Yes. No, you can't, because I know it's going to be something that's going to rile me up, and I'm already too riled. She had a big heart. Get (laughs) my favorite line. My favorite line in this movie is right after Heather breaks her ankle, and the mom goes into her room and says, hey, how are you feeling? And Heather goes, stupid. (laughs) (laughs) Now that is relatable content. It's like somebody wrote that line for me. So true. (laughs) Hey, Ryan, how are you feeling today? She had a big heart. (laughs) (laughs) I feel stupid like I do every day. What kind of question is that? Like an idiot. Uh, Oh, my God. Um, I caught a fun moment. Um, So in the in the final scene. So, okay, fine. Final finals are happening. Heather broke her ankle. She can't play in the finals. Um, So the rest of the team is playing uh, without their best player, which is unfortunate. Um, But, you know, in my like, you know, you know, half watching stupor. Uh, I caught that right before Nikki hurts her arm, and the announcer is is like just saying the 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 game stats. They say four twenty because oh, they yeah. because they say like you know fifty two to fifty four twenty seconds on the clock. And I heard that and I was like, that's funny. Wow. You said tricks. the funny weed number. No, <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was nice. Uh, nice. And then, no, that's the other number, Ryan. Nice. And then Nikki hurts her arm, so, uh, and then there's a technical foul, I think, because the coach just starts yelling. The other coach, I think that's what happened. Hey, that was a technical foul. Yeah, that other coach was, he looked like a real basketball coach. He had a bad suit. He had, like, Pat Knight hair, and he had a big, yeah, he had a good old uh, bigote, and um, (laughs) he had bad teeth. Oh yes, <laughs> the baddest team. Yeah, and he clapped and pointed a lot, which the their actual coach did no direction. He just yelled. Normally, basketball yeah. coaches will like show numbers or mm. tell people like, like you know, zone or man, like whatever. They'll have like what you know. They'll tell, and he would just be like, "Score better, <laughs> to score, Nikki, t- teamwork, Heidi, Heather, Heather, Heather. Nikki, <laughs> Heather, Heidi." <laughs> Literally, that's all I did. Um. So uh, the movie ends with Heather being like. Stall for time. We're gonna, you know, just stall for time. And then she runs out of the auditorium and she comes back in full basketball uniform, ready to play the final 20 seconds of the game. Ugh. Um, yeah, I know. It's dumb as shit. Um, and, and so, and you know, this 15 year old girl is telling her coach like, no coach, this is a great idea. And he's like, you know what? Yeah, it is. I have been coaching literally as long as you have been alive, but I think you're right. I'll put you out there as human bait. Yeah. She was like, I'll be a decoy. Like, oh, yeah. 
And but then even but she does call the it does work out the opposite of like the other coach is like don't even worry about her she's got a ruptured Achilles. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Heidi and or Heather Burge, if you're listening for whatever reason, first of all, hi and thank you. Yes. Second of all, mm-hmm. did this really happen? Because <laughs> I sincerely doubt it. You kn- sorry, it, go ahead. Well, I was just gonna say, it really felt like you know Heather was really sad that she was in the shadows and she mm-hmm. was like really trying to take her moment back and it just wasn't her moment. Yeah, just let your sister. She have never it, let that go the whole movie. Yeah, she never let it go that Heidi could also be good yeah. yeah what was her little catchphrase about second best oh always second best or yeah. something like that Once yeah second, always second. and then she yeah. stole her little shimmy which is definitely a travel oh she did mm-hmm. yeah is it though because her feet don't don't lift off no, the they ground. don't leave that's true it's like using them both as good job sports man you Thank know you. the yeah. thing i know how feet work um but then so you know the game ends and uh they win um and then i think we just cut to the epilogue Right. Yeah. So the epilogue is, um, you know, the two of them in the WNBA. Jump forward to 1997. Sparks versus Monarchs. Sparks versus Monarchs. Heather versus Heidi. But you know something? Heather and Heidi never played in the WNBA together. Wow. Really? Yeah. Uh, uh, Let's see. Uh, Heidi played the first two seasons of the WNBA, uh, 97 and 98, and then Heather didn't play until 99. Look at Heidi being number one. I know, right? Good, Good for, for Heidi. <laughs> Heidi really came out on top in the end. Although, according to this, in 1997, she had a 0% three-point percentage. So, uh, better luck next time, <laughs> Heidi. Can I say something? Yes. Ryan? She had a big heart. Ryan? <laughs> God damn it, Ryan! Um... Should we do the DCOM F-bomb? I think this is a good time for the DCOM F-bomb. All right. So for those of you who don't know, the DCOM F-bomb is one of my favorite segments of the show. Um, If this were a PG-13 movie, they would get to say fuck once. We get to decide the best moment for that to happen. Um, So I guess I'll start with my DCOM F-bomb. Mine came pretty early in the movie. Um, So when Nikki is introduced to Heather and I guess just Heather... Um, you know, she's like, stay off my turf. Uh, this is my team. You're the best. Just stay in the shadows and don't make a name for yourself. And then that other girl uh, on the team, you know, walks up to he- to Heather and basically says, that's Nikki. And what I would like for her to say is, that's Nikki. She's a fucking bitch. <laughs> that's my decom F-bomb. That fits. All right. I'll go next. Um, so in the beginning, Nikki is being real. They, I have a feeling a lot of ours will center around Nikki. Definitely. Mm. So Nikki is, you know, she's got her smoker's cough and she's <laughs> like being real selfish on the court. Uh, and she's just like shooting. So she's shooting th- like threes, but she's making all of them. No one misses any shots in this movie or has any foul shots that aren't technical yeah. fouls. <laughs> um, but uh, she's like doing that. And the coach is like, Nikki, pass the ball. Like, pa- pass the ball. And then eventually the coach just goes, he's like out of words. And he just goes, Nikki, ah! He should have <laughs> went, Nikki, b- b- fuck! <laughs> <laughs> that would have been nice. Before we get to the next one, it's interesting you say that all the fouls were only technical fouls because Heather and Heidi Burge actually did have an issue with fouling out of games. And they often couldn't be put in at the same time because they fouled out all the time. Mm. Really? I mean, they, they like just... <laughs> they just other teams must have just known they were going to foul. I guess so. Yeah. Damn. As, as a former boys basketball league player, I can attest to the fact that the best players on our teams just always fouled out. <laughs> it's just yeah. that's just how it worked. Yeah. I guess so. 
Um, there were a lot of really good quotes in this movie, so I could insert the F-bomb pretty much everywhere. <laughs> um, I'm going to go with, at the beginning, when you see these two 20-somethings <laughs> walk into the high school, um, someone, it, it, originally they say, look at those freaks. Ah. Yeah. Look at those fucking freaks. <laughs> a nice early way to get that one out of the way. Sure. I like that. Lindsay, did you have a decom F-bomb for us? Yeah, uh, mine was um, a little bit more about um, when you're personally feeling so upset that you like all you can do is say the F-bomb just to make yourself feel better. Oh, okay, yeah. Um, so I was really thinking about it when uh, Heather fucks up her ankle. Mm. She had this whole weird scene where she's like rolling around on the ground crying, but yeah. like really we all know that if we were in that position, you would just be there and you'd be like, fuck. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. Hey, hey, how you feeling? <laughs> Fucking stupid. <laughs> that was a good one. Very good point. Oh, thank you. Do we have any other comments on this movie before we start rating? Mm. Um, there was a scene. I want to get your guys' opinion. I don't know what happened, but I think I have a theory. Mm-hmm. Um, so Nikki's dad shows up in the final game, and he walks in with. Heather and Heidi's dad. Mm-hmm. They've never met. And oh. then sits next to them. Yeah. And he's like, this is my wife, Mary. I'm Larry. Oh. How how did Larry get him there? And was it a sexual favor? Oh, he de- uh, he even drops just like, oh, don't worry about it kind of line. And they never, he's like, he's like, how did your dad, how does he know your dad? And they're like, I don't know. And they never address it. We know the dad is sketchy. Not Nikki's dad, Heather and Heidi's dad. He's a sketchy dude. He's he a is. sketch. Larry and Mary, open relationship confirmed. Oh, yeah. yeah, well. But ha- honestly, Mary's better off. You know, Larry's probably terrible in bed. Because he's certainly having an affair with the Cleveland guy who. Oh, definitely. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> started I'm from thing. Cleveland. Get in my butt. <laughs> he's like, thanks for the tip. <laughs> oh, my God. I have nothing to add to this conversation. Uh, let's, we, let's just rate the movie. I don't think there's anywhere to go from there. Uh, for those of you who don't know, our rating system is very simple. It is thumbs up, thumbs down. There's no thumbs in the middle. Uh, either you liked it or you didn't, and you could like it or not like it for any reason you want. Uh, who wants to go first? I'll go. Go ahead, James. All right. This movie, full of way too much filler. Um, a little like offensive to tall people. Mm-hmm. And I'm not that tall. I d- don't even count myself in this. No, I was I was embarrassed for how people treated these ab- slightly above average actors <laughs> who were five, nine. five foot nine. <laughs> <laughs> and after I looked that up, all I could see was the low camera angles. Uh, yep. However, a lot of fun. Uh, love uh, get that ball in the hoop hoop. <laughs> uh, love that they ended the movie with y'all ready for this. Oh, uh, yeah. So thumbs up. Okay. Okay. Thumbs up. Very nice. So, there were a lot of things that I could complain about with this movie. Um, you know, the t- tons of filler, like James said. Um, the discrimination against tall people, which I experience on a daily basis. Mm-hmm. Um, the world's just not built for me, guys. Got to <laughs> crouch over my sink when I do dishes. <laughs> hit my head on stuff. But uh, that being said... It was hilarious because all these tropes about tall people are just, uh, you know, it's funny. Um, <laughs> and yeah, they're they're really not even that tall. 
Um, <laughs> <laughs> you're the only one who's allowed to say that. Thank you. I, I actually have a very skewed perspective on that. Like, I can't tell how tall people are. Yeah, I guess not. No idea. Anyway, um, this movie gets a thumbs up for me because it was so campy. And uh, I enjoyed watching it, even though I'll probably never watch it again. But, uh, you know, I love Disney sports movies. They mm. just always yeah. sit very well with me. And, uh, you know, lots of lots of dumb shit to focus on. So, uh, yeah, yeah. Thumbs, thumbs up from me. Crossing mm. one off the bingo board for uh, Ryan saying, I'm probably never going to watch this one again. <laughs> yeah, but also, you know, you get the rare, I give it a thumbs up. That's true. It's, you know, I feel like it's less rare now. I feel like we're being sensitized to these movies. It's because I've been drinking less. I, I, I can't, I can't <laughs> wait. Generally a more pleasant person. Oh, I can't wait good. for that pendulum to swing back. And oh, where we're, we're just like, we it. all are just Eight like in a K-hole of all these movies. Which is like, <laughs> oh. What is happening? It's, it's coming probably pretty soon. I, I still hated it somehow. <laughs> but I'll give it a thumbs up because thumbs down is not fun. Mm. Excellent. Lindsay, you want to give us a rating? Yeah, um, I mean, I have to say that the worst part of the movie to me, well, certainly uh, second second to the fillers because it was there was just way too much filler. Um, the twin dynamic was just horrendous. Mm. The oh. weird, like fighting, but then also being calling each other best friends and being super lovey dovey. The whole their whole relationship super creeped me out, and I was mm-hmm. super not into that. Um, as a twin, you're allowed to say that. Yeah, right. you're I'm, the only I'm one actually who's really interested in that perspective. I've never even thought about that dynamic. Yeah, I mean, because you know, at the, at the beginning of the movie, it seemed like they really didn't get along based on the way that they were fighting about their outfits, mm-hmm. blah blah blah. Um, but then, you know, they were again, like I just said, calling each other best friends. And there's one weird ass scene, like cringy. 30 minutes into the movie, where they're just talking on the front lawn of the school yes, and just like recapping everything that's already happened. It was yeah. so out of place, and they're like eight feet apart from each other. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it, just, it doesn't make any sense. Um, that said, a lot of really, really good parts about this movie. Um, first of all, just the turn of the century outfits. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Fantastic. Fashion is a big thing in these movies around this time. Yeah. So major props for that. And then um, also got to love a movie with a lot of women talking to other women about women. This passes the Baxdale test. Exactly. Definitely. Um, and so for those reasons, I'll give it a thumbs up. Nice. Wow. Yeah. Nice. So the thumbs down has been statistically eliminated here, but you're going to give it a thumbs up anyway. Oh, you don't know that. Want to bet? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> like all DCOMs, uh, you know, a lot of it's very cheesy. Um, sometimes the plot is dumb, but uh, I mean, the plot is based on a true story, so they kind of just had to roll with it. Um, I like that too. Mm-hmm. I didn't like that yeah. they shoehorned in a social status story <laughs> that was yeah. dumb as shit oh, and yeah. it only lasted five minutes. So, yeah. yeah. So, you know, at that point in the movie, I thought I was going to thumbs down this because mm-hmm. I thought there was going to be a running thing. Uh, but thankfully, it wasn't. Um, Again, this movie largely passes the Bechdel test. It's, you know, the women aren't just talking about the men in their lives, which mm-hmm. is good. Um, and uh, I, I feel like most of the acting was not. I didn't notice most of the acting, which means it must have been fine. Mm. Um, I, I liked the mom. I liked Heather and Heidi. Um, no, I, I liked this movie. Yeah, I did. Thumbs up. <laughs> unanimous. We got a unanimous. Mm. We That's do. What's the award nice. this one gets? The Bacon Bean Grilled Cheese Award. Bacon Bean Grilled <laughs> Cheese Award, exactly. I was going to suggest the uh, MVP award. <laughs> yeah, the, that also makes sense. 
the feeling stupid award. <laughs> yeah, well, we all get that all the time. Yeah, we all feel stupid every, every day. Every hey. damn day. But that's our episode, everybody. Thank you so much for listening. And Lindsay, thank you so much for joining us. Oh, thank you so much thank for you, having Lindsay. me. Yeah, this was great. Um, this is the part of the show where we let our guests do any plugs. Do you have anything you want to plug? Uh, yeah, so, um, depends on when you guys are listening to this, but in the year 2024, I'll be able to start seeing clients. Ooh, <laughs> oh. excellent. All right. So everybody hit up Lindsay Rader if you have, if you need a psychologist to, to who, who, who does what, what will you specialize in? Uh, I'll administer therapy to people who need it. Oh, that's a lot of people need it. <laughs> that's a great thing to do. It is very important. It's noble. It's selfless. And mm. we're glad that you're going into that field. Thank you. So uh, I'm having some issues with my wife and child. Mm-hmm. Um, can I... Are, are you seeing clients? In five years, my friend. This is the no, time no, when the mics fell off. <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, it's supposed to be evergreen. So. <laughs> All right, Uh, Ryan's going to get a therapy session. Uh, That's at the end of our episode, everybody. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, Like, comment, subscribe, rate, five stars. We're on Disney Channel, Tipsy Panel, on Instagram. (laughs) Sorry, I jumped the gun there. We're on Instagram, at Disney Channel, Tipsy Panel. We're on Twitter, at Tipsy Panel. You can email us, Disney Channel, Tipsy Panel, at gmail.com. Just let us know you're out there listening. We'd love to hear from you. Uh, Tune in next time. We'll have another episode for you. Thanks, bye. You talk fast. I know. She had a big heart. Shut the fuck up! Oh my god. I'm leaving. Thanks, James. I'm glad it wasn't me. I I wish I had two aortas, though. (laughs) I wish my windpipe was crushed by my own blood. Whoa. (laughs) Whoa. (laughs) Invasive thought. Ahoy. (laughs) Um, I want to put up to it. They're so sweaty, this whole movie. (laughs) They are.